안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Now I have so much energy because I spend time with my family members. Whenever I see my grandchildren, I always can get incredible energy and power. I really appreciate our heavenly parents and true parents. Thank you so much for your incredible <laughs> prayer and support for my family. Today, I'd like to talk about the role of women from True Mother's Anthology 1. Let's study. The role of women. We need to advance not only toward the establishment of Chanukuk, but also toward its firm settlement. The Chinese character An in Anchak firm settlement is composed of the character of a woman within the character of a house or the top part of a Korean traditional hat for men. Hence, the character An is one that means comfort, peacefulness, or calm. In the world, when a large house is built, who is the owner of the house? Is it the man or the woman? In Korea, we call the husband Pakat Yangban, literally the outside nobleman, and we call the wife Anban Mainem, literally the woman of the main room. In a traditional Korean house, which is divided into a number of sections, the husband is only in charge of the men's quarters, which is one of the outer sections of the house. What this means is that in the context of providential history, the woman's role is important. <clears throat> you must take the initiative on the front line in embracing all humanity in true love. While I was preparing for the holy wedding with true father, I made the determination to end this tiresome providence of restoration through indemnity. However, it doesn't work with only a man. I also had to go with him all the way to the end. I had to fulfill my responsibility. You clearly understand indemnity conditions through the divine principle. I had to set up all the indemnity conditions by myself. That is the difference between you and me. I also had many critical moments. However, I was single-hearted in my devotion to liberate God. That is why I am confident in front of humanity as the true parents. You, in particular, must become one with me. We must become one. In a world of goodness, without any trace of the fall, everyone would always know what God was thinking. Even if I don't say anything, you should be able to think, what is true mother thinking of? I'll do this for her in that way. Wouldn't it be better for you to do something out of your own initiative than doing so under orders? Yes. True Mother said that the reason she made a determination to hold a holy wedding with the True Father was to end the tiresome providence of restoration through indemnity of God's 6,000 years of history within her lifetime. She also said that since the father cannot do it alone, 
true mother was determined to take responsibility over the things he was unable to fulfill and do it for him. True mother overcame unimaginable hurdles of indemnity and had many critical moments. But true mother said that one thing that would not change was to was the single-hearted devotion to liberate God. Therefore, she said that the only way for God's will to be realized is for us who follow true mother to become one with her. And we must all have the sense of the ownership and do something out of our own initiative rather than doing so on the orders. Very beautiful guidance. And the living uh, divine principle today. Again, I'd like to talk about the development, perfection, and uh, features of the spirit self. Let's study EDP first. Qualities of the spirit self. All the qualities of the spirit self are developed while it abides in the physical self. Sinful conduct during earthly life aggravates evil and ugliness in the spirit of a fallen person. While the redemption of sins granted during earthly life opens the way for his spirit to become good. This was the reason Jesus had to come to the earth in the flesh to save sinful humanity. We must lead a good life while we are on the earth. In Matthew 16, 19, Jesus gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven to Peter, who remained on the earth. And in Matthew 18, 18, he said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Because the primary objective of the providence of restoration must be carried out on earth. Yeah. I think whenever I read this Bible content, Matthew 18, 18, he said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be lose in heaven. Wow. If I do not taste of the kingdom of heaven on the earth, does it not make sense to go to spiritual world, have the taste of the kingdom of heaven? That's why no matter what, I need to really have the taste of the kingdom of heaven within my family, within my community, within my church. This is very important. You know, when Jesus passed away and he gave the key to enter kingdom of heaven to the his main disciple, Peter, because need to establish the kingdom of heaven, not in heaven, centering on earth. That's why my brothers and sisters, without establishing kingdom of heaven, without tasting kingdom of heaven in my family and in my community, in our church, does not make any sense. That's why let's have the taste of kingdom of heaven on the earth. And even Jesus said, if you gather together in my name, just two or three people, then you can have an inseparable relationship, really long for each other, love each other. That is already starting kingdom of heaven. That's why Trinity is important. 
No need to talk about the secular world so terrible. This and this and that was a really problem. No need to mention that. How can I create kingdom of heaven centering on me? At least I need to give and take with a few people artistically, internally, and then they can feel that this is the kingdom of heaven. I don't want to run away from this group, this trinity. This is a you know, kingdom of heaven begins. That's how can create the minimum level of the kingdom of heaven, at least three spiritual children. At least two or three people really gather together and then artistically give and take. This is the beginning of the kingdom of heaven. That's why without even minimum kingdom of heaven centering on two or three spiritual children, doesn't make any sense, my brothers and sisters. So our job is what? Job is what? Wherever I go, creating that kind of a beautiful kingdom of environment, you know, doesn't matter your place, doesn't matter anywhere. How can I create that kind of kingdom of heaven? At least two or three people are longing for me. I'm longing for them. I came back home and then my family is waiting for me. I am really loving them and then take care of them. I go to Clifton Church and then I have many object partners to give and take artistically. I feel kingdom of heaven is here. I go to Korea and already there are many people to give and take artistically. We are the one who create the kingdom of heaven wherever we go, wherever I stay. This Bible verse is very, very powerful. If we can create a kingdom of heaven in heaven, then already that does not make any sense to living on the earth. Problem is, God wants to establish a kingdom of heaven on earth first. And then ultimately we can build kingdom of heaven in heaven. This is really powerful. That's why while we are wearing our physical body, it's very important. Physical, uh, with our physical body, how do we bear fruit? How to really grow, our, grow up our spiritual self? Our spiritual self without our physical body, it is impossible to grow up. It is impossible to, impossible to cultivate our heart and mind. Our physical body is really, really important. How much incredible value, my brothers and sisters. That's why you need to treat your body as God's temple. So precious. How much important it is, my brothers and sisters. That's why do not die easily. Do not get sick. While you are on the earth, no matter what, you need to complete your spiritual self. You need to cultivate your heart. You need to experience of the four realms of art, three great kingship. You need to have the real taste of the kingdom of heaven, centering on your family, centering on your tribe, centering on the nation, one nation. Very important, my brothers and sisters. And then let's study Father's word. This is the error of parents. What kind of relationship do you have with me? You should see me during your prayer and in your dreams every day. Raise your hand if you have had such an experience. You must become these kinds of people. All Unification Church members throughout the world must have such experiences. You have to know about the spirit world. You must be able to see me in a vision 
even when wide awake, there will be someone who can do it. This is the first time in history for such phenomena to occur. It is unprecedented and will never happen again in the future. Because you wouldn't even know if it is God, if God appeared to you. I am appearing to you instead. Do you understand? We need to live in a realm of direct dominion such as this. So do these spiritual experiences gradually become weaker or stronger? These experiences should gradually gain strength. Before Adam and Eve fell, they were not free from God's intervention. In the same way, I have to step into your individual lives and guide you in all matters. Do you understand what I am saying? Yes. If you follow my directions and do everything with joy and excitement, you will enter that realm. Although I asked you to do the most difficult or impossible things, if you are determined to do them with more joy than I have, you will immediately enter that realm. If you step forward to accomplish them at the risk of your lives, I will immediately come to guide you. Yes. Since we have passed the Old Testament and New Testament and are now living in the era of the Chanilgu, we have assured in on age of having to receive direct dominion from true parents. We must first have a spiritual experiences of a true father appearing in our dreams often and receive his directions. True father said that 100% of Unification Church members have to become people who receive direct dominion from true parents. Then he said that the more years of experience you have in your faith, being renewed, the more those spiritual experiences will gradually become stronger. And just as Adam and Eve were intervened by God when they were not fallen, the Father directly intervenes in our lives and tells us that everything should be a life that he can come and guide. What should we do? to receive the guidance of direct dominion through Father talk about. This is the important issue. There is only, only one way. The heart that loves and longs for true parents must be stronger than anyone else. And we must have the resolve to offer our life for the sake of God's will. If you truly, truly have a longing heart, like you are crazy, how much do you uh, have longing for true father? Even, even you cannot sleep. Even you cannot eat. You cannot do anything because you miss him. You long for him really crazy. Beyond eating and sleeping and resting and day and night thinking and then longing for him, father said, true father directly can intervene. Directly guiding you. The problem is we don't have that kind of longing heart. We don't have that kind of desperation. That's why, you know, even though true father in spiritual world try to help us, but you don't have that kind of foundation of the longing heart, desperation. That's why God cannot do anything. 
spiritual world cannot do anything, and then also even true father cannot do anything. There, there, there are there are there are certain degree of the longing heart. Your longing heart is very shallow, not deep enough, not desperation. Then spiritual world and true father cannot make reciprocal base. Important things are the degree of the longing heart, the degree of the missing, the degree of heart, the degree of love. How much do we have? This is the issue, my brothers and sisters. If there is no foundation to form a reciprocal relationship with the true parents, they cannot come down and directly walk. That's why the kingdom of heaven is what? The world of longing heart. Once you have the really deep longing heart, you can go everywhere. You can reach to anyone. This is a really powerful. Okay? Longing heart is like beyond denomination, beyond nationality, beyond any boundaries. This is the world of longing heart. And today's youth ministry, a person of heart is always uh, steadfast like a tree. Let's start. Go out with the center on the foundation of senior sacrifice. All things exist in principle. Is there unprincipledness among them? Fallen nature cannot be discovered anywhere among all things. Look at trees. As a central column grows, the left and right branches stretch up. Branches that do not receive sunlight wither and die. And branches that grow have a reciprocal relationship with sunlight while facing the center live. Let's think of the column that faces the center of true parents and the branches attached to the tree as our Unification Church members. There are bound to be sacrifices from our seniors along the way. However, we have to kick them and go out facing the center. After stepping on the sacrifice of our seniors, we must have the heart to go through with the center. That is, we have to tread on death and overcome it. This tree shows that they stood up after stepping on such sacrifice and death. Yes, all things always follow the law of nature and exist in principle. All things live absolutely conforming to the principle of nature. All things know how to genuinely preserve themselves and grow themselves without any gaps at any given moment. moment. Therefore, human beings must also live an absolutely conform centering on the law of God's word. And just as the three branches stretch up centering on the central column, our faith also cannot debate from the center. In addition, it is a principle that you should go out with the absolute mutual relation with the center. How much are you aligned with God and through parents? We, we must have the faith like sunflowers. I'm trauma often talking about sunflower faith, right? Sunflower rotated their bodies centering on the sunlight all the time. Do you have that kind of alignment with God and through parents? 
this beautiful. I think hebaragi, Korean people say sunflower is hebaragi. This hebaragi is really guiding us. What is our life of faith? You know, our, our life of faith should be like uh, sunflowers. Sunflowers, no matter what, doesn't matter, raining, doesn't matter, any situation, sunflowers knows the way is the sun. Sunflowers rotate their bodies centering on the sunlight all the time, 24 hours. This is really amazing. Really, sunflower teaches us that we need to have sunflower faith. Just as when a tree does not see sunlight, its branches wither and die. If we do not live while observing God's love like the sunlight, we will die, just like how a, how a tree cannot live for a moment without sunlight. Human beings also cannot live for a moment without God's love. As a tree grows, the first branch is pushed by the new branch and eventually disappears. So we must constantly advance toward the center of the foundation of our ancestor sacrifice. So... You know, this uh, really, the, 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 you know, that some kind of the branches disappear. That is a really incredible, our ancestors' uh, sacrificial foundation. And they come and go and come and go and come and go and disappear. Because of their incredible, their foundation and sacrifice, we are still here. After stepping on the sacrifice, our ancestors and our seniors, we must have the heart to go through with the center. That is, we have to tread on death and overcome it. Next. If you cannot have the essence of love, you fall behind. How many people fall on the path we are walking on? How many people fall under the shadows, fall after being removed by others? Fall because Cain and Abel have discord and make mistakes in relationships and become like dead branches. There are many people who become like trees that do not see sunlight and die. Among us believers, there are people who wither and die. Even though you, have, you just have a physical body and are eating, if you cannot have the essence of love, it is always easy to fall behind. People who do not possess love have the appearance of a living person, but they are dead. Yes. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. How many people fall behind on the paths we are walking on? There are a lot of members who return and become our member. However, the number of members live is too large to count. Our surrounding environment is more of an environment that puts me into the test and puts me down, rather an environment that welcomes me. Therefore, the environment always drives me into an environment where I have no choice but to be, uh, but to betray God. That's why we need to overcome any environment, my brothers and sisters. That's why True Father said that faith is what? Overcoming. Faith that cannot overcome the environment 
leads to death. No matter what happens, you have to overcome it. If you overcome the environment, it is life. If you do not overcome it, it is death. This is the problem. If we overcome, we can, we can, can go forward. We can see the life. We can see hope. We can see vision. But you cannot overcome what happened. You will, be, you, you will die. It's like going into the sea. If you can swim, you can enjoy freedom and save lives, right? But if you do not know how to swim, you will eventually die. What to do, my brothers and sisters? It is like how if Adam and Eve ate the fruit, God said, do not eat, but if they ate the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, they surely die. If they did not eat the fruit of knowledge of good and, good and evil, they will have eternal life and blessings. The path of the faith is the path of life and death, my brothers and sisters. There is a question of life or death at stake. Therefore, the life of faith should never be neglected, my brothers and sisters. The faith must be centered with the absolute central figure in any environment and can only survive when a common base in, is created. Even though you just have the physical body and are eating, if you cannot have the essence of love, it is always easy to fall behind. People who do not possess love have the appearance of the living person, but they are there. My dear brothers and sisters, very important. Whatever the circumstances, fate must triumph. You must get victory no matter what. It is our destiny to win over no matter what. You do not overcome, you will die. Therefore, there can be no failure or setbacks in the life of faith. If you do not have a victory in your life of faith, you will be sacrificed to Satan. You become Satan's offering. In any circumstances, our absolute destiny is what? To win and to gain the victory no matter what. We need to overcome. We need to win. We need to gain the victory. This is our absolute destiny. We cannot fail here. Cannot. If you fail, means connect to that. That's why no matter what, we need to overcome. Life of faith is overcoming. Because God is alive. God is a living God. When you unite with God, you can overcome anything. It is nothing impossible. In the name of God, in the name of true parents, we can overcome. That's why our choice is what? Not failure. No matter what. We need to overcome. This is our absolute destiny. Do not allow any failure. Everybody needs to complete. This is our absolute destiny, my brothers and sisters. Sister, that's why life of faith is what? Like life and death. To win, we must be people of the heart. We need to be really heartistic people. We always need to connect to God's heart. 
A person of heart is always steadfast like a tree. Let's be a that kind of tree. Actually, all things teach us so many lessons, right? My brothers and sisters, I hope you understand just now what I'm, what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. God bless you. And the living testimony, I think our Joshua MC can introduce. 감사합니다. My dear brothers and sisters, I really already missing you, loving you so much. 감사합니다. Thank you, Dr. Young. What a powerful message. Cultivating our longing heart. Uh, that's your mantra, Dr. Young. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Leading by example, your words. So now for our living testimony, I want to invite up Kayon Moyungo. Uh, she is a CARP leader in Minnesota, as well as YCLC as well. And uh, she's going to be sharing her experiences with witnessing with CARP recently. Uh, so please welcome Kayon Moyungo. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Dr. Yong. Um, was I went to Top Gun in 2017. That's when I met uh, young first generation uh, unificationists. I was really impressed to meet these unificationists. They're all younger than me. Um, and then over time, I joined CARP workshops in the Midwest and then. Um, in the pandemic, I joined a, a couple of workshops, uh, CARP Las Vegas, they hosted workshops online. And that's when I was inspired to start a CARP chapter in Minnesota. Um, and here I can share my screen as well. Um, okay. And um, uh, this, this uh, year in March of, um, 2022, we were able to uh, register our CARP chapter at the University of Minnesota uh, and start the student group. And uh, there are only four BC unificationists studying at the university, uh, myself and this sister, this brother and this sister. Um, and we needed five students to start the student, student group. We needed five signatures. Um, and uh, Karen, our vice president, uh, asked her Christian friend, Amanda. And Amanda happily, happily signed uh, signed up to support our student group. She's been wanting a, a student group like this for a long time. So it was really amazing to, to have this happen. The registration date was, um, uh, deadline was coming up. And so I could really feel spirit world and God was guiding us, making sure that we can uh, start uh, uh, really register our uh, student group on campus. So uh, I was really moved by that. Uh, and then, uh, Next, uh, Chumon Katayama was able to come to Minnesota. Um, he supports our pioneering chapter. So this was my first time witnessing um, at all. Uh, and we were going on campus during the uh, eight question survey. And this was a very powerful experience. He was only there for two days. And um, I'm just glad that I could have a taste of what witnessing is like, um, sharing with students, um, people I never met what uh, my faith is, believing in God and your parents and sharing the principle with these people. Um, and then from witnessing on campus, we met um, these students. Uh, they came to our student group where we discussed and studied the principle a little bit. We weren't reading from the divine principle, not quite. Um, I was hesitant to, 
to read directly from the principal, um, but we were um, coming together to discuss uh, universal values and talk about deep topics. And um, a couple of times, Amanda saw uh, Reverend Compton's video on uh, principal, uh, principal creation, that kind of thing. Um, but we, we didn't really read directly from principal, not yet. And um, here is another a friend of uh, BC international student, May. Uh, he is, uh, he has a Hindu background, but he's a Christian leader for a Christian group on campus. And he, he joined and um, it was really amazing to be able to connect with these students and talk about deep uh, uh, topics. And um, yeah, I was really moved, this kind of unique first experience for me. And then um, one of our students, uh, one of our uh, guests, she came to Karen's graduation. Um, and it was amazing to uh, have this kind of genuine connection um, and this desire to stay connected um, when we uh, met not too long ago. So, And then we had our Midwest CARP workshop. And this is a two-day workshop at the end of every semester. Uh, we come together to put together this workshop for our guests. Uh, Minnesota, we didn't bring any guests this time, but I'm very grateful to have this opportunity to um, come together. It's different chapters. Uh, we have uh, Indiana and Chicago and then Minnesota. So even though Minnesota is a newly developed chapter, uh, we still have a chance to contribute to something greater than this. And um, when we do have guests, we can bring them to this uh, kind of workshop and opportunity. Um, and then uh, the week of July 18th to the 22nd, uh, we, we participated in the CARP Summer Empowerment Program. And we had three CARP LA brothers come to um, Minnesota. We had Kyosei Nagai, Yohei Oya, and Hayato Shigata. And just like the name says, um, it was definitely an empowerment, empowering time for me, um, for our, our community. And um, fortunately, Ben and Shizuka Paling, they were uh, on a family vacation in Canada for the month of July. Um, and they let us use their home for uh, this week, for five days. So I'm uh, very grateful for that. We were able to experience a central life kind of CARP Central Life experience together. And uh, yeah, that just added to the experience. And then um, Patty Bard joined as well this week, uh, staying at the house with us. She graduated from GPA doing three years. And then we have Denise. Uh, Denise Onni is our parental advisor, our CARP mom. Um, and she was able to come, come one night and uh, uh, cook dinner for us. And so this is um, us on our our community on campus. Um, this is the holy ground. The grassy area is the holy ground. And uh, we came together to pray and before we would go out and witness. And um, even though it was just five days, we had plenty of opportunities to, to go witnessing on campus with each other and practice with each other with um, different members. Um, And um, here are more photos of witnessing on campus at the University of Minnesota. And then here is a photo of guest reading. This is Rieko Sun's uh, guest. He has been reading consistently the Divine Principle and I think is about to read Adam's family. Um, and before the empowerment program, um, when we were about to start our, uh, we were still developing our, our chapter at the University of Minnesota, um, our CODA members were uh, witnessing at another community college, Minneapolis Community uh, and Technical College. Um, um, and this is, I believe he's from there, originally from there. And um, I'm glad that we had this opportunity to witness together because 
when the summertime came, there weren't so many camp, uh, so many students on campus at the, the community college. Um, and I'm just, I'm glad that uh, there, there are more opportunities for, for uh, more members to, to reach out and connect with uh, different people. And um, here's another photo of uh, guest reading. Um, I was with them. Uh, this is Sairi-san's guest. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, connecting with him, approaching him, he, he agreed to reading the Divine Principle. Um, so this is them reading the introduction to Divine Principle. And then this was a very powerful experience for me. Um, this brother, his name is Caesar, and he's an international student from Rwanda. This is Aiko-san's guest. Um, when we first approached him, he was sharing with us that he's a Christian and that um, he already has a bachelor's degree, so he's in his early you know early twenties. But um, he earlier in the summer was a missionary in Dubai. He was testifying about Jesus Christ and sharing people about Jesus. And so when we were talking, we were talking for about thirty minutes and. We we're sharing with him about the principal and uh, Father Moon. And um, he also asked us an important question too. He asked us, how has the principal impacted us? Um, and so we have Aiko-san, she's our Kodan leader here in Minnesota. And then Auntie Elizabeth Patterson is our Sunday school teacher and principal, but also she's been assisting Pastor Hawk with his pastorship recently. Um, and then I'm an uh, important uh, CARP leader here on campus and um, in Minnesota. And, I really could feel God was working through us and the spirit was working through us. I was really surprised just how, how easily we can meet prepared people um, who are willing to learn more about principle in this next photo. Uh, the following week, uh, we read uh, the divine principle, the introduction for the first time. Um, and he was very, very positive. Um, he wasn't really resisting from learning more about principle and, and God uh, and your parents. And um, he, uh, yeah, it was very, very positive, so. Yeah, yeah, and then briefly, I wanna share about Momentum. I was very grateful we were able to come together as a nation, and we had our elder leaders there, present there as well. Um, it was great to hear new testimonies and experiences of um, other CARP student leaders uh, developing their chapters. Um, and great that we have uh, GPA grads ready to um, uh, start chapters too. Some are, are ready to pioneer and start new chapters. And um, this, this, this time was much deeper and much bigger, uh, the, the workshop, and I'm very grateful for that. And we had a chance to reflect on a determination for this next upcoming uh, new year. And I'm grateful to hear from Dr. Yong and from President Alkini. Uh, Dr. Yong was talking about how important uh, our role is as a student on campus, as a central figure. Um, and for me, it's really weird to say that I'm a central figure in my community because um, I'm just a student. Um, I'm still single and still young. I don't have much experience. This year was my first time witnessing. I don't have much training, but um, I do have a crucial role, role for my community. And I can be that bridge between the elder generation and the younger generation. Um, I really felt it when we were uh, witnessing on campus during the empowerment program. Um, and so my determination is to raise a spiritual leader, uh, sorry, spiritual child um, that I can bring to Korea next year. So um, yes, uh, lastly, I just wanna share that I had very limiting thoughts. I was thinking small. I was really thinking that oh, I'm just in a small community um, and there's not so much people here, not so many um, second gen or young gen the younger generation that would be um, interested in being more involved. And, and I'm older than most of the young adults involved with the with um, CARP activities and that kind of thing. But I can really see that God really needs me and he's been working through me. Um, 
and he's working through me so that we can reach out to as much people as we can and bring them back to God. So um, that's all I have to share. So thank you so much. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Kayon Moyongo. Yes. God needs you. God definitely needs you. That's why you really need to take ownership. Why God chose you as a chosen guy? Because for, for you to really multiply more God's children. That's why God definitely needs your help. You have to be a God's instrument. Thank you so much, Gayan. Beautiful sharing. And also, I'm so glad to see even our Japanese Godan members helping together with the Come members, this is really beautiful. And first generation and second generation and get along together and working together, witnessing together. It is a very, very beautiful and very, very powerful. I only can see this kind of environment in America, not other nations. Really, really, really beautiful. Thank you once again, Gayan Mong Mo Mo Yonggo. There is a name Yong 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 Mo Yonggo. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Kion. Wow, we are so proud of you. I hope you can feel the love. And also, uh, yeah, God is working through you so much. Mm. Kion Moyong, Moyongo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 